What year are you from? 2021. Whoa, what's it like? Terrible. Let's see your Johnny Mnemonic takes place. <laughs> Have you seen Johnny Mnemonic? Yeah, it starts off where they talk about how there is a plague that is taking over the civilization in 2020. Terrible. <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, and you can't read it. So it's awful. I, I, yeah, that's true. I like that people are trying to use it. Like, oh, it's predicting the future. And meanwhile, like, Jumani Mnemonic's uh, brain was upgraded to like two gigabytes of RAM. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I mean, the thing too is like, well, they predicted the future. It's like, well, all the cyberpunk shit, all they did is look at society under Reagan and Thatcher and be like, all right, well, what will that be like in 30 years? And guess what? It's kind of how it turned out. Great job. <laughs> Only slightly better. The technology's a little bit better. And the um suffering that you uh you experience is, uh, it's uh, you're kind of distracted from it because of how good the propaganda and everything is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would actually argue technology is quite not isn't quite as good. It's it's better in some respects. I mean, yeah, it didn't um, end up being the Wild West frontier of the revolution like a lot of cyberpunk uh, um, media, right? The internet ended up just being owned by the same corporations. But, I mean, you could play a lot of video games with your friends, I guess. Hack the planet! I was thinking about that today. Um, I was thinking about how... uh, so maybe like music used to be the driving factor of like um scenes or social groups or you know subcultures now it just seems to be video games right no nah, it's like memes no nah, it's video games <laughs> what subculture is is driven by video games like maybe like one <laughs> No, like all the so for like um Ryan's generation and stuff, like all the oh, different yeah, that might be true to all the extent. different like cultures and um the uh, environments and things like that, they're all based around video games or the video game adjacent media and stuff. It's weird to think about, especially because like say what you will about like punk scenes or whatever, at least it like legitimately was a community, right? Like you got to participate in in the same way you do in an organic or natural like social environment you know you have some power and agency but now it's everything's based around a product that you have absolutely no no what are you talking about i can customize my character in cyberpunk 2077 (laughs) yeah that's scary i think the cyberpunk they what cyberpunk media got wrong is just how obvious everything was everything's like under like 50 layers of marketing and um fucking irony and stuff now that's the only difference between cyberpunk media and how things actually turned out <laughs> to not enough subtlety huh <laughs> well i guess maybe the propaganda is just better than they expected because everyone's really bought into this terrible cyberpunk world that we live in right and if you question it or bring it up like anything negative about the the sort of established well, that's kind of been true of like throughout human history, though. Like, no yeah. one really wants to question. Like, man, get out of here with you, your bad news. Hey, rock the boat. Don't rock the boat. Don't tip yeah. the boat over. Yeah. Hey, I don't try to hear any bad news. Don't <laughs> bum me out. <laughs> Beavers lost his baseball cap. Yeah, I feel like that's that all the time. Where it's, oh man, fucking come around here with your bad news. But it's like, well, just wake up a little bit, you know. 
whatever i guess hey let's talk about some <laughs> bad news okay what Actually, is it? i don't have any my um, son's been keeping track of his farts for a couple weeks he's up to 513 as of about 30 minutes ago which son yes jameson <laughs> that's correct <laughs> how long has he been keeping track for i don't know about two weeks now <laughs> the 538 in two weeks 513 as of 513. Uh, about a, uh, yeah, but he's not able to monitor the ones that sneak out while he's asleep. <laughs> That's true. You know, we should uh, set up a fart cam so you can count those ones too. Yeah, he just has to be recorded on a phone or something. Now we got to get real high tech with this. I want like yeah. thermal imaging so we can see the, the, the poof. <laughs> the dust, see the fart dust. We'll be like paranormal activity. Boom, fart. <laughs> <laughs> see right there? That's a fart. Instead of like when they're spotting orbs or whatever. Like, like, what well, you have to ask yourself is, what does the fart want? And what if the fart wants Jessica? Huh? Oh, shit. This fart's been following me around since I was a child. Oh, my God. This turns fart talks to me in my dreams. Turns out in the sequels, you find out everything has to do with some sort of fart cult. All right. Wow. It's like some Halloween shit. I've it never is. watched anything but the first paranormal activity. Cult of the fart. I mean, the first uh, fart of normal activity. I'm not sure which ones I've seen. I've seen um, most of them, I believe. Just because it's like, I don't know, it's always just been out like convenience. Like, that just is what happened to be going on when I was hanging out with something or something like that. Like, oh, let's watch Paranormal Activity. Like, God, no, no. <laughs> like, whatever. Please, I'll anything with that. No, I'll, I'm down to watch ghost shit whenever. I don't mind watching bad movies. As long as it's not ghost. Patrick Swayze. Whoopi Goldberg. Demi Moore. Huh? Weird shadow ghosts that kill the villain. Ooh, that's uh, Bill Cosby, Ghost Dad. <clears throat> Highly he wasn't actually a ghost. Them. That was like a he was in a coma, and uh, yeah, that'd be he was um, astral projecting. Astral projecting. Um, in olden times, they would have called it a doppelganger. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> that's so. It should be called doppelganger death. <laughs> Battleganger, doppeldatter. <laughs> Neither of those movies evoke the kind of image I think anybody was was going for with Ghost Dad. <laughs> Both, data. Super both both unrealistic too, because there's never once been the case in the history of man where anyone was hurt or killed by a ghost. So obviously ghosts can't interact on the physical plane. Can't be in there. That we cut. know of. Obviously, the people that are killed by ghosts can't live to tell a tale. Yeah, but there's barely when people die under mysterious circumstances, it's never like, oh, they were scared to death. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's all those people that die on the woods. Like, oh no, no, they weren't struck by lightning. Spooked by ghosts. That suicide force in Japan has got to be full of ghosts. Just fucking riddled with them. Mm-hmm. You can't go six feet without finding a ghost. I'm just trying to take a walk, goddammit. Ooh. Uh, spooko. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Ooh. Boo. It's like, you, got, you know, they put U's on the end of everything. <laughs> Boo. Doesn't really work for boo. 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 It's not spooky season. It's Thanksgiving season. Thanksgiving's pretty it spooky. It was turkey time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you know about the history of Thanksgiving in If you America. think about it, it's like, yeah, that's pretty spooky. Also, winter. it's wintertime. Wintertime soul spooks. Christmas Carol. Yeah, but those are like, we're Marley and Marley. <laughs> no, that's just the Muppets one. It's actually a scary ghost story. No. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Come in and know me better, man. That's Santa Claus. No, that's from Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, the ghost, of, the ghost of Christmas present is Santa Claus. Yeah, Sandy Claus. Sandy Claus. Yeah, Thanksgiving's over. Now it's what's, Christmas uh, time. What's your favorite Christmas movie? I think we probably um, talked about those podcasts at some point, but fuck it, it's Christmas season again. 
What is my favorite Christmas movie? Scrooge is really good. Uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, I can't tell you. We're actually watching my favorite Christmas movie on the episode before Christmas on the other podcast. Oh, it's an 80s yeah. Christmas movie. Uh, Silent nope. Night, Deadly Night 2. Nope, we're cheating. It's not an 80s movie. Oh, love actually. No, <laughs> no, love no. actually is fun. I know it's incredibly reviled on the internet now, but I mean, what do you expect? It's exactly it's- what you want. It's just saccharine sweet. What do you expect? Yeah, it's whatever. It's a sincere Christmas movie. I did watch Hulu's new Christmas movie um, about lesbians. Oh, I didn't watch that one yet. We're supposed to watch uh, the Christmas Chronicles 2, which has Kurt Russell in it. So I'm going to say something possibly a little risque. Obviously, it's better for society that homosexuality and it's, is more accepted. And it's better for people who are LGBT. For it to be so accepted that there can just be a lesbian Christmas movie. However, growing up, I loved queer cinema, and I still do. One of the components of queer cinema, though, is because of the unfortunate side effect of homosexuality being taboo. A lot of queer cinema was avant-garde, pushing limits, pushing boundaries, you know, shit like that, which is really fucking interesting. And I'm kind of disappointed But as with all things, capitalism just consumes identity, repurposes it to make money. So you get lesbian Christmas movie. So it's called lesbian Christmas movie. I bet there's a different title. It's called the happiest season, which Mm, I mean, it's it's a pretty, it's a pretty good movie. It's just a dumb Christmas movie. And like I said, it's good for representation, that sort of stuff. But also like, it's just like, there's not any room for liquid sky anymore. Huh? You no, there's still room for Liquid Sky. It's just that no one, no, no one's gonna pay for it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess it's just the 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 decline of art and cinema in general. Wherever, right? I don't know. It's just just not necessarily specific to uh, queer cinema. Queer yeah. cinema. I just think it's a, a factor of the decline of um, cinema in general and the decline of culture. <laughs> <laughs> the weird culture vacuum we live in. Yeah, so um, that said, though, I fucking love Kristen Stewart. I wish I could date her just because I want to, like, help her choose outfits. Because she's, like, she seems like she'd look good in anything. It'd be, like, so fun to, like, help her get dressed. You know what I mean? Not really. I kind of just oh. like to watch my, my girlfriends get ready. I don't need to help them pick outfits. That's their business. Uh, no, it's fun to, like, go shopping with your girlfriend and, like. <laughs> what? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. I like that shit. I've never enjoyed shopping, period, ever. Uh, I, story. I like uh, clothes and aesthetics quite a bit more than you do, I guess. It takes too long. There's too many people there. Like, I don't like crowds at all anymore. I don't know what happened. I'm always like, got to check where the exits are at. Make sure there's got to make sure there's no nearby threats. <laughs> you have PTSD. Want, I, feel, I feel like I do. And I'm not. Well, I that's how I, I feel, too. But I don't, obviously I don't. I actually I think I do have PTSD, but like not f- that sort of thing. I have it from like, um some of the stuff i was i did and was party to in my 20s like the bad stuff i have like pretty bad anxiety about certain uh drug things and uh, i don't know i don't want to get into too much detail do about it but yeah i have like stress dreams about some of the stuff i used to get up to so uh yeah <laughs> but yeah that wouldn't explain why i don't like being in crowds and shit though that's usually like people coming back from uh, war and stuff have that type of ptsd but for some reason, I got that, too, on top of having, like, user dreams and shit. But whatever. Always, I've never really liked crowds, even as a kid. Yeah, I just, like, get worried about um, 
like protecting other people and crafts for some reason. <laughs> got to make sure everyone. You're like a golden retriever. Got to keep my eyes open. You never yeah. answered the question though. What is your favorite Christmas movie? God damn it! I gave you an answer. I can't tell you because we're watching it. Oh yeah, that's the. So what's your second favorite then? Damn it! Um, probably Muppets Christmas Carol uh, or Scrooged. Like Scrooge that's the well. same movie. They're both Christmas Carol, yeah. But that's the Christmas Christmas Carol is the best Christmas story there is, to be honest. Well, that's why almost all of the Christmas movies are a Christmas Carol. Do you yeah, like no. any of the like the uh, the the old standards? Like Miracle on 34th Street or, or It's a Wonderful, wonderful life. life. I like It's a Wonderful Life a little bit. And then Miracle on 34th Street, I just don't care. I'm trying to think of care. the other ones. I remember there being a bunch of that used to be like, oh, these are the Christmas movies from when we were kids. And they've kind of all fallen away. But the the one they show on TNT all day, that one's fucking. Oh, uh, Christmas movie? Yeah, that was cool when I was like a kid. And then they started showing it all day on TNT. And now I can't stand it. <laughs> the only time I watch it is when it's on TNT. I don't go out of my way to watch this. I, I, I won't even watch it on TNT. No way. No, you got to watch at least once. It's nah. on Christmas unless you've seen it once. Uh-uh. Or at least no part thanks. of it. There's a, I was thinking about that the other day. There's actually not too many um, very good Christmas movies. You know, there's really only a handful, right? Elf? I don't even like Elf that much. Yeah. Um, um, well, I'm sorry. I'm trying to think that's the most recent one. Uh, Krampus Elf. is pretty good. And, yeah, it's uh, not really like a Christmas movie. You know, you can watch it with your family. That's not what people think of when I when they oh. Christmas movies. Oh, I like The Night Before, but yeah, that's not a family movie. The night, actually, The Night Before is up there with uh, Muppets Christmas Carol and Scrooge. Hmm, I've never seen it. I'll watch it this year. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I wish there was more, but I guess Christmas isn't really about movies. I don't know. Keep making it's them. about family or well, family or whatever. Home Alone's pretty good. What about Home Alone 3? I, I don't know five. if I've ever seen 3 or 4. We, we saw 3. Really? I remember watching it one time when we were sick home from school. Oh. It's not even Macaulay Culkin. No, it's down. No, no. It's got like uh, French. What's that guy's name? French, French Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. It. <laughs> oh, from Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> That's what I think of too. Yeah. Well, he's. I don't think he's been anything else of note, really. Home Alone three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you consider like Die Hard? That's what everybody goes to these days. That Die Hard Christmas movie. That's all I fucking hear about on the internet every Christmas season. Um. So to me, Die Hard uh, is like the favorite movie of a very particular kind of person, and it's the kind of person that I don't like spending any time with. Um, I think Die Hard's uh, not a very good action movie, not a very good representation of 80s cinema. Um, I don't really like Bruce Willis that much. I don't <gasps> care. No one's going to listen to this podcast. I don't anymore. think it's, oh, how cute that it coincidentally takes place on Christmas, but it's not a Christmas movie, so I can make an ironic, a clever answer to the question of what my favorite Christmas movie is. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, whatever. Alan Rickman's in it. That's fine. You can also just answer Lethal Weapon, too. Because all fucking yeah. Shane Black's movies take place on Christmas. Or Iron Man 3. Shane Black doesn't have anything to do with Die Hard. I don't know, but... It, yeah, but I'm all Shane, of Shane Shane Black's movies do. Yeah. Uh, Lethal Weapon is a better movie than Die Hard, point of fact. So. Oh, oh, shit. Yep. So there you go. Yeah, I don't... Um, I don't like... Whatever. It's You like Die Hard, I guess. There's um, plenty of better 80s action movies. Like I don't I, think Die Hard needs to be up there with like Predator or anything like that. It's like no, that's ridiculous. 
Yeah, do they have? Has Arnold Schwarzenegger starred in 14 Predator movies? Because Bruce Willis has been in at least that many diehards. Yeah, that's another aspect of Die Hard that sucks is it's just been, why do they keep making it? Obviously, they keep making Predator, shitty Predator movies too, but like, I don't, why do they keep making fucking Die Hard? Die Hard just gets more and more ridiculous every time too. No, he's a he's a goddamn Special Forces Army pilot cop and he's he's had a rough day. Yep, not for me. Die Hard is not for me. You probably will not catch us watching it on the podcast unless it's just me. <laughs> oh, that's not the Christmas movie this year? Damn. Making fun of it. No, of our, the, the Christmas action movie we're watching this year is Invasion USA. <laughs> <laughs> a much better 80s action movie. I still watched it. I watched it tonight. I watched it earlier this week, but I fell asleep towards the end. I got to watch it again tonight. Well, that's, that's a signal of a classic Chuck Norris movie. I used to fall asleep all the time lately. I got, you know, I got all the growth naps. <laughs> growth naps. <laughs> I, I've got bad news for you, Kyle. Thirty-four years old, you're not getting a lot of growth naps. Yeah, I, I can still build muscle at thirty-four, no problem. I just can't get taller. You gotta get that creatine and the, the proteins and your your HGHs. No, you gotta, you just, you gotta uh, inject yourself like Stallone does. No, you, you just, gotta inject yourself with Stallone. You just eat and work out. That's it. It's all there's Stallone. To eat and work out. No, he he's all like sinia. He's all bristly. What have you been watching anything this week? Um, I watched The Happiest Season with Kristen Stewart. We already talked about that. Oh, I watched the, a couple Christmas episodes of the Community because I like those Christmas episodes. I don't remember the Christmas episodes of Community. There's a stop motion one that's really good. Oh, yeah, I do kind of remember that one vaguely. I, I recalled that because the reason I watched The Happiest Season is because I was like, oh, Kristen Stewart, I like her. And then I was like, oh, Aubrey Plaza's in it, I like her. And I was like, oh, Allison Bree's in it, I love her. And there's <laughs> oh, Mary Steen version's in it. This is what I'm telling you is it's got four dimes in it. <laughs> four dimes? Four I'm, dimes. Not big, I'm not a big Kristen Stewart fan. Four honey dips. You got three. You got three dimes, as far as I'm concerned. You got thirty cents there. Kristen Stewart, I will admit, not the greatest actress of all time. But if she's—that's very, very. That's actually very nice of you to say. If she's utilized well, she is fantastic. If you don't need a lot of range, she's yeah, you, your gal. She just got to play like cool and aloof, and you're like, wow. Well, all right. <laughs> well, all right then. <laughs> I don't know. She's just cool. I think she's just a cool person, seemingly. I don't think anybody's cool. There's plenty of cool weirdos that I like. I guess I don't know for sure. You got to spend time with people in person in the meat space. That's probably why the video game culture taking over the world and everyone being on the internet is going to destroy everything. Because you're on soon to get time together in meat space. No. No, but you gotta, it'll be the, the new future holodeck. What, what the fuck? Ready Player 14. The Oasis. Yeah, that's what it's called. The Oasis, where you can get your dick sucked by computers. Who doesn't want that? I don't. I like being intimate with other human beings. Oh, but it's going to feel just like a real human. I it's guess. Not, the, not the same, though. There's you not don't any, know that. There's not any love. <laughs> I, uh, there doesn't always have to be love with a human either, Kyle. Uh, there's different kinds of love. The kind of love you pay for. Mm-hmm. It's still like human connection. Just not as fulfilling. I guess I don't know, actually. But I'll, I'm going to find out someday. Maybe it can be as fulfilling. <laughs> like if you have, I doubt like, it. Um, it doesn't well, seem like it. If you have a long-term relationship with like your dominatrix or something, that might be incredibly fulfilling. 
That's like not my fetish or anything. That That's seems, uh, I don't know. I don't know. That seems different to me, but maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, in the Oasis, you'll find out. No, you won't. In the Oasis, you'll just be sold uh, new and exciting versions of propaganda. <laughs> that's all the world. That's the, the that's all the world is. Just people trying to think of like n- new ways to sell you shit because your brain doesn't want to be sold shit. So that's to constantly try to outsmart people. <laughs> is it working? Yeah, it seems to be. I, the technique they use now is just complete inundation. I think if you're just constantly deluged with shit, like you can't see all the bullshit all the time. It's not working on me though. I don't believe in anything. <laughs> I only believe in the power of Christmas and the power of sex. Sex Christmas. That's the movie I'm gonna make. Sex Christmas. Sex Christmas. <laughs> that's a. Uh, that's a. Sounds like fun for the whole family. It won't be. <laughs> Who would it be fun for? only adults consenting adults <laughs> and some non-consenting adults no that's illegal. they were dragged there on a date Ugh. that's illegal um my son pitched a, a a christmas movie to me by accident as i was helping get the tree together and he called it operation murder santa claus oh there, i had downloaded that movie it's called fat man damn it it came out this year mel gibson's in it well, um, you know what? Fuck Mel Gibson. I guess. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, so sorry to Ryan, but I guess it's already happened. No, it was James. Thank oh. you. He told you me said it was Ryan. No, I said it was James, didn't I? Oh. I don't think I said a name. Oh, I maybe said not. Well, what are the details in it? Because the, the, the I don't know. You murder Santa Claus. Yeah, I don't. And I think in Fat Man. Um, like some kid is mad at Santa Claus and he hires like a hitman to go get him. I haven't watched it yet, but I downloaded it. I'll let you know. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Idea. I mean, I didn't download it. I bought it illegally. You, illegally you bought it illegally. <laughs> I bought it legally. <laughs> upright citizen. I purchased it illegally. I'm a good Samaritan. <laughs> what? Uh, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food, child? Stuffing. Stuffing? Did yeah, you all make uh, the full uh, sausage stuffing shit this year? Yeah, there's olives in it. I don't like olives. Oh, I didn't put olives in mine. Yeah, take the olives out. Get I didn't, them olives uh, out. I didn't get enough chicken broth, so my stuffing was a little dry this year. A little dry. A little dry. A little dry. I probably wouldn't notice. I'd just be like, hell yeah, stuffing. I like stuffing and um, green bean casserole and mac and cheese and... Uh, I don't like turkey. I'd rather eat ham. By the time I get to like the last, I don't know, five or six bites, it's all one one casserole, anyways. Oh, you mean like on your plate? Because yeah, the mashed potatoes yeah. and the casserole and the green bean casserole and the stuffing and the chicken, the um, cranberry sauce, it all comes together. Cranberry sauce. Oh, ridiculous. I made homemade cranberry sauce this year. What? What do you even put it on? Everything. Oh my gosh! Well, not everything, oh but it was gosh. like a. On the stuffing and the turkey, and then today I had a, I had a, I had a leftover sandwich, which is is toast, right? And you put some mayonnaise on there, and then some mashed potatoes, right? Uh huh. Some some gravy, some turkey, some mm. stuffing, some cranberry sauce, and then some more bread, and you eat that whole thing. It's almost too big for your mouth. 
I no thanks. I no cranberry sauce or mayonnaise for me. You need it. You no, need you it. don't. If you don't use mayonnaise, the the fucking bread falls apart. Not if you um insulate it with stuffing, more bread. <laughs> 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 you just put bread on your bread. <laughs> you gotta protect your bread with your bread. <laughs> yeah. It is uh, essentially just a carb sandwich <laughs> between the mashed potatoes and the stuffing and the cranberry sauce. Yeah, you'll have a lot of quick energy. Mm, I've they, not found that to be the case. The I found energy that your body needs. <laughs> I found it mostly to be napping energy. Yeah, the last couple of days I've just been, I just eat too much and then I have to go to sleep for a while. It's like my body. I eat like too so much. My body can't function. It's like we gotta <laughs> we gotta turn off. Time to shut it down. Yeah, I was um, in the middle of reading Attack on Titan manga. It's the first time in my life I've like fallen asleep sitting up in my computer. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, how are you reading manga on a computer?s um, Legally, of course. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do have some. I, I'm not familiar, yeah. but I'm sure there's some app. Yeah, I am caught up to the manga now. It's there's. It's not finished yet, but the author says there's only like one percent left. So maybe in a few months it'll be over. But I guess that means the anime is going to be done before the manga. Weird. I hate when that happens. Yeah. And I'm not even looking well, the I art in it. The first uh, big deal is the series is the art in the manga is pretty inconsistent. Is it the same person? Same man. I mean, I know the deadlines are really harsh for manga, so I'll give leeway on it. But some of it's bad compared to like for like you know what I mean. For such, he's got to have assistants in the show working on it. Some of it just looks bad. I think right. he's Usually not there's someone good. doing the backgrounds and shit, right? Well, the manga barely has backgrounds in it anymore, unless they're do specifically doing landscape stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I think maybe he's just not that good of like a figure artist. Oof. Yeah, because the scale of the, his he figures really is weird a lot of the time. It's the biggest problem. People in this opposite. Well, like there'll be like frames where it looks like the characters are like chibi, right? You know, like the super deformed style. Mm-hmm. Just because like he didn't draw the scale right or something. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Why does their hand look like that? You know what I mean? Shit like that, which like you can't fix uh, unless you're just a better artist. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you just start over. Yeah. So, I mean, it could all be deadline shit. Like, he for sure, there's stuff that he draws that I can never draw. I'm not trying to say he's terrible or whatever, but, like, I don't know. Sometimes it's just, like, fucking, how did, how are you okay with that? Uh, he was up late one night, and, you know. And he's like, good enough. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to hate on him too much. I understand it's really hard to be a mangaka. I don't think I could do it. You should, you should give it a whirl. But, but it'd be cool to do it without, um... The deadline, yeah. You could. I mean, if you just post it online, why wouldn't you yeah. just do it at your own pace? Yeah, you could. That's not how you get fucking famous and shown and jump, though. I'm trying to get be a billionaire like One Piece or Dragon Balls. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I, I don't know if I want the kind of fame that Akira Toriyama has gotten. No, no one even knows what he looks like. I just mean like he can't do anything else. Oh yeah, <laughs> what even Doctor Green Thumb? 
Oh no, Doctor Slump. Doctor Green Thumb is the fucking. <laughs> oh, I thought you did that on purpose. No, <laughs> that's the Cypress Hill song, right? The... Yeah, my name is Doctor Green Thumb. Thumb. <laughs> also, but... Doctor Slump came before um, Dragon, Dragon Ball. Ball. Yeah, I know. Like Master Roshi kind of was in Doctor Slump, right? I think so. <laughs> Doctor Green Thumb. I haven't thought, thought about that song in a long time. Where did come from? <laughs> Forgot all about Cypress Hill. I didn't. It's just rattling away back there in the brain. <laughs> My membrane. Oh, they had that one song in the 2000s with um, Tim from Ransom in it where they were just sampling Guns of Brixton, the Clash song. So it was just Tim playing the dun 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 dun, dun you know, the guitar riff from. I don't remember that song. Guns of Brixton. It's called like I remember the Guns of Brixton, just not the Cypress Hill song. It's called like Rockstar or something, something lame. Rockstar by the Baby. Oh, you know the Baby? I know the Baby. <laughs> no, the Baby. Uh, is he pretty mainstream now? Then I would assume. Like, I'm pretty sure he's like number stuff. one all over the fucking place. So yeah, he's pretty mainstream. Oh, I remember. I remember when he started popping off like a year or two ago, and because uh, he it was a. Uh, Everyone was like, he shot someone in Walmart and got away with it. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw a video of him. They're filming a music video in his hood, in air quotes, right? Mm-hmm. And then some local dudes from the neighborhood came by to check his shit. And it didn't, he didn't seem like he was really from that hood. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, he's got. I'm sure he's a real ass dude shooting people in Walmart, Walmart and stuff. But uh, it was just funny because the dudes like from the neighbor came by, like you're filming a video here. We're gonna need some of money. <laughs> <laughs> you saying you don't kind of have that MC Hammer cred then? <laughs> MC Hammer. It was a different world back then. Oakland in the '80s wasn't too dangerous. <laughs> Safest neighborhood you can think of. <laughs> <laughs> Hammer, don't hurt him. <laughs> get much safer than that. Oh, I remember. I've been to. I wasn't. I went to the Coliseum with Grandpa in the eighties. I don't know if I did. I wasn't alive for too much of the eighties. I mean, it wasn't that different in the early nineties though when we did go to the Coliseum. So they it didn't, it didn't like the ball didn't drop on nineteen ninety, and they were like, "All right, <laughs> all right, get the that. bars off that jack in the box. We're good to go." <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> Oh man, um, I've been trying to finish Obama's book, and I don't think I'm ever gonna get around to finishing it. Like, I don't give a shit. I started reading it. I'm like, yeah, okay, I got it. And I just don't give a shit about nonfiction books in general anymore. In Obama's books specifically, it seems like who gives a shit? It's so self-serving. Yeah, man, I don't give a fuck about Obama. <laughs> I don't know. It's just always interesting to read what people have to say about themselves. It's like the same reason you should go. People should read like "Meditate" the Meditations by Marcus Aurelius or like um, um, "The Gallic Wars" by Julius Caesar. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It is the same thing where you can see like, uh, oh shit, Caesar's an insane person. <laughs> the same thing with Obama. You get an insight. Oh yeah, it does take a special kind of person to do this. Huh? Right. I mean, that really is really yeah. what it is. It's, there's a different kind of person to be president, or to even want to be president. Trying to find um my favorite uh v- video to send you because <laughs> someone posted it. My friend posted it on Twitter today and reminded me of it, and it was pretty funny. Can't figure out how I would search for it though. 
it's like this dude rolls up to KFC to like check the um cashier. He's like, "Saw you wrote your number on my boyfriend's order. His name is Antonio. I know you would be looking fine, but I need to check your hormones." But then like the rest of the KFC team like assemble to like check that guy, and he's just like, <laughs> "I thought I was in the suburbs." And, like, no, this is not. This is funny. You can't find it though. I'm not sure what I would search for. Like KFC. I will say that sometimes the line between suburb and hood is very thin. <laughs> I, it's. I mean, well, that's the thing that um, I it, I had to be an adult to understand like the uh, differences, like on the East Coast and stuff. Because in California, obviously everything is like the suburbs, right? If you're not in the city, everything's the suburbs. Mm-hmm. So like, I was like, well, yeah, that's what the hood looks that's like. That's like. like a Midwest or. Uh... Or Eastern kind of thing, I guess. Yeah, but like obviously New York or Chicago or uh, Philadelphia, you know what I mean? It's like more vertical, I guess. You know, yeah, it's not a stretch. Out. Like Court and I watched uh, Friday last night, the Ice Cube uh, Chris Tucker classic. Yeah, uh, that's that's what all of California looks like, right? And like it wasn't that different from. It always reminded me of my neighborhood growing up. You just have to picture like some of the people are Asian and and white and Mexican instead of just all being black. Yeah, the Bay Area is quite a bit more diverse than um, where are they at Crenshaw? I think it's yeah, Watts? I think it's Watts. Compton. I can't yeah. remember. I watched it. Compton, Watts, the same place. Well, yeah, the South Central. Yeah, they were specifically like in a black neighborhood. We were in a more diverse area. Had all sorts of different gangs. It was great. All sorts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's like well, everywhere in California, so it looks like it's all like wood panel suburbs, and we loved it. Left loved it. it. Loved it. I don't know. There was a point when I would read um one, I guess one nonfiction book for every two fiction books I was reading. But I just don't I don't give a shit anymore. I want to live in a fantasy world. Yeah, me too. I'm moving to South Korea. Is that what South Korea is a fantasy world? It's like the um the better version of uh cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> If you say so, I'm pretty this, sure a, a witch used to rule that country like two years ago. No, it was a warlock. <laughs> What's the difference? It was a cult. It was a cult ran by a warlock. The prime minister belongs to the cult. <laughs> <laughs> now he's pretending to be a K-pop stan. It's um, it's extreme capitalism there. Yeah. Well, it's one of the only countries that's ever gone from the third world to the first world in the last thirty years, anyways. As the third world just means you're a neutral in World War II. Man, not exactly. It's kind of a different connotation, but it's more like you were uh, either you're a communist or you're not a communist or you're neutral. And it's straight up. It's McCarthyism, really. South Korea was never communist. It was right, all, so they were the third all world. Korea tried to be <laughs> communist and South Korea and North Korea fought about it. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I should say they're only developing nation that became a developed nation. Is that more accurate? I guess China a little bit, but depending on what metrics you look at, it's still not technically developed. I don't know. I just feel Korea and Japan both had a crazy economic boom that they both got to enjoy. Well, Japan's had a crazy economic boom for about 100 years until 1980. Yeah, there was a big drop off in uh, in 1980. They came back pretty pretty quick, though. Unfortunately, they're not putting any money into anime or something because all the animation looks bad. Or manga. Figure out your priorities, Japan. <laughs> Actually, probably not, because if they figure out their priorities, it's going to be fucking standing army and fighting China. 
Because that's what Shinzo, Shinzo Abe likes. They've already really loosened the rules as far as uh, their yeah, only having force a defense goes. force. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> uh, yeah, he's fucking ultra national. <laughs> <laughs> that's never caused problems for Japan in the past. So I don't know why you're worried. Yep, yep, not a problem. I can't see the the, the rise of nationalism worldwide. Can't see that becoming a problem. So oh, luckily, it'll never affect me. The poor working class. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a really down note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking since uh, we were talking about cyberpunk and so the video game coming out, I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, at least in the video game world of cyberpunk, you'll have like some personal agency and power, right? Like maybe you can affect some change. So that's the, that, I guess that's the, the, the beauty of video games is you get to pretend that, uh, in cyberpunk world you would maybe somehow get to participate in some capacity whereas in the world we inhabit today the cyberpunk hell that we live in you just can't there's nothing you can do maybe i guess we'll see once the game comes out i'm not uh i'm not hopeful i've never really played a, a rpg where i felt like i really was impacting the world um yeah i mean the technology is not really there yet for that sort of thing but i i just mean the, having any agency at all to do anything you want. I mean, even the simplest shit. You know what I mean? You can't do that in real life. Can't do you anything can, in real life. Yeah, you absolutely can. Take off your pants and run down the street. You can do it in real life right now. You just gotta be <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Have you been uh, reading anything besides Attack on Titan? No, nah, I don't read anymore. I feel like I've read everything. No, or at least I've I read everything I need to read. <laughs> <laughs> I've read it all. Yeah. Uh, I. It's like, so... I don't know. I don't ever, I don't ever want to read any more philosophy books. I spent so much of my life. Oh, I don't reading, really read philosophy anymore. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, nah, I don't care about that shit anymore. <laughs> um, I don't know. There came a point in, I guess, my mid-20s, maybe in my late 20s, when I was reading more philosophy. And I'm like, you know what? I just don't give a shit what any of these people think anymore. I already know what I think. You know what I mean? And they weren't really saying anything that I hadn't already thought of for the most part. I just got tired of it. Mm, I don't know. I used to read it to get different perspectives on how other people think and, and like different cons. And I, it was interesting to mm, learn the different sort of concepts and epistemological arguments and stuff like that. And then like my personal philosophy doesn't directly correlate to one-to-one to any of the major philosophies. So <laughs> I always paid you as a stoic. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> and then um I don't know, yeah, it's interesting. And I I'll, if it's well if it's some of the bigger guys and it's well written, it's interesting. And then also it's not all just about epistemology about what a, a person thinks what the world is. Like I've been talking about reading um I guess political socio-political philosophy like Derrida or Foucault or whatever. But um like that's more of like the, how they think society operates sort of thing which is interesting but like yeah basically the same thing i just don't care anymore man <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it is what it is i can't do anything about it and understanding it further has never done anything but make me more frustrated you know so yeah it's a little bit of that and honestly it gets to a point where it's like well i don't know that you're even furthering my understanding of this you know like I can read this perspective and versus that perspective, but it doesn't necessarily get me any further. 
I just feel like I'm hitting a wall over and over again. I don't know. I feel like I had like a goal of a certain kind of enlightenment, probably like that started in my teens. And I feel like I reached that goal at about like 29 or 30. And then I just got to stop after that. (laughs) 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 It was like, okay. Yeah. Like it, it really is like my intellectual curiosity and my understanding of the world and my place in the world. And, you know, that sort of thing that I was incredibly curious about since I was, I don't know, an adolescent, like around 30 or so. Like I was like, um, yeah, I think I got it figured out. And then I was done. Yeah, I guess that's kind of where I'm coming from too. Is like, I don't, you're not really telling me anything. I mean, I feel like there's probably, there's always people out there that can tell you a different way to look at things or their understanding of things or whatever. It's, I just don't know if I care anymore. I just think I um, I am the beast I worship and I only <laughs> care about myself to a certain extent as far as like my morals and belief system goes anyways, I guess. I mean, to a certain point, I think that's actually a healthy attitude to have. Like, I don't know that you should really be concerned too much about what well, I, somebody else's I think I don't yeah. try to, I've learned a lot really early in my life to... Uh, not hold my other people to the standards I hold myself to. My thing is I was never super cocky about my intelligence in the extreme that I'd like, oh, no one can tell me anything, right? Obviously, by the time I was like in high school, my peers and school leadership and local authority, but the things in my sphere couldn't tell me shit, right? They didn't know anything more than I knew or anything like that. However, there are philosophers, authors, scientists, psychologists that knew more than me, right? And I'm not saying that I got to the point where I know just as much as they do, but it got to the point where, like, I didn't need anyone to tell me anything anymore, you know? And yeah, that, and I think that's that not, exactly where I'm coming from. That might not stay true, of course, but just currently where I'm at, I'm, like, comfortable with what I believe and how I feel and stuff like that. And, like, I'm at the point where, like, I don't, I don't need anyone to tell me shit anymore. You know, I'd rather tell other people shit. <laughs> so now you just have to write your own philosophy book. The, that's what the podcast is. <laughs> so, I don't think that's uh, standard. Uh, it's fine. I should probably do stand up or something though, because I feel like I'm most in my element when it's in like the the meat space. That's when I'm most effective at convincing other people and shit like that. You gotta get into spoken word spoken word like henry rollins yeah because a lot of my charisma not a lot of it but a strong a significant portion of my charisma relies on um i don't know how i articulate and animate and just being tall and attractive and stuff so you can't convey that <laughs> can't convey them, you know like legitimately uh, a little it is hard it is hard to convey how tall and attractive you are over a podcast well no like legitimately like people <laughs> are more likely to listen to some bullshit you say based on how you look and no well no shit i'll I be mean, completely I, honest about that like i've benefited from it my entire life <laughs> and that's what i mean it's it's one of the ingredients it's part of the recipe can't get it all on the internet though. Unless we, I guess we start we'll start releasing this shit on YouTube. We'll start filming it, <laughs> <laughs> but with uh, like tape measures in the background. Yeah, so you can see that we're both over six feet. No, I won't wear a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll only wear a shirt. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Mm-hmm. Is that a bikini or is he just so hairy down there? 
Um, that said, though, I'm not opposed to like people recommending me things to read because I'll I'll just sit down and read whatever, pretty much, unless I know I'll read fiction like, at this point. Um, I will not read a philosophy book that's over 300 pages anymore. Yeah, I, I that's how I feel. I would be pretty hard. Maybe you, you need to be more verbose, or I mean, less verbose, yeah. more succinct. Like, there's nothing you can tell me in over 300 pages. You fucking assholes. To be honest, I, you you'd be pretty hard pressed to like convince me to read like anything academic at this point. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, I just fucking don't care about that world at all anymore. I just fucking well, I guess at one point it was like because I didn't go to school, I didn't get a degree. I didn't do particularly well in high school. Like, I don't have formal education. Well, I thought, for, I guess at one point, it was, like, maybe a self-esteem thing where I knew, I, like, had to prove something to myself that, like, I could understand these uh, academic concepts, which I, I already knew, obviously, but there's a part of me that was like, oh, I just need to consume, like, thus spake Zarathustra, you know, like, Nietzsche and shit, Zarathustra. And so, well, fuck, I don't care anymore. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't give a, a fuck about that shit. So maybe I do have something in common with Obama. Except for he was reading that shit to pick up girls. I was just trying to prove something to myself. <laughs> I don't think, no, that's necessarily a fair reading, like a entirely fair reading of what Obama said. That's it's exactly little... what he fucking said. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, it's a little bit what he's saying. No. I don't think he's doing it entirely. He's like, oh, I'm going to read this just because uh, I want to get my dick wet. That's exactly <laughs> that's I think a- there's a part in there where he's talking about his intellectual curiosity. I honestly think you're being a little hard on him here. Like, there's lots of things you can get mad at him for, but that's like, that's a little bit too much for me. I think it's just per- it perfectly encapsulates the type of person he is. Well, that's uh, like everybody's, a little, anybody that's a politician and wants to become president is a little bit of a crazy person. Yeah, just because they're all bad doesn't mean Obama's not bad. That wasn't what I said at all. <laughs> they're all shitty. I'm just saying that you didn't, you I think you're over reading the book a little bit. No, that's exactly what that passage said. <laughs> Did you read the rest of the fucking book or just that one passage? I God just need that one passage. Well, shut right the fuck there. up then. <laughs> it's all right there in those three sentences. <laughs> he says it. It's not, you're missing a lot of context. I don't know. At the end of the day, he decided to just be milk toast liberal, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> and probably all those other people he was talking about, those women, ended up being milk toast liberals too. It's like nah, some of, statistically not all of them did. Some of them became like you know hardcore conservatives. You know, one of them probably died or something. Yeah, because they're all fucking Reagan losers. <laughs> yeah, this is the eighties. Yeah, Gen X, bunch of bums. Bunch of Gen, Gen X bums. Yeah, just like the millennials, and so so seems to be the Zoomers as well. Ninety percent bums. Well, I don't just, mean the sense of bummery is like, oh, you don't have a good job or blah blah. I just mean like fucking bunch of bums who don't believe in anything, bunch of dumb loyal consumers. But who am I to judge? I didn't finish college, and I'll never have a good job, and therefore I'll never have any authority or respectability. Also, I've sold drugs before, and one time I had to go to Tent City. Not for selling drugs, just for taking drugs. (laughs) 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 It's not illegal to take drugs, but it is illegal to... um, Actually, I think it was illegal to take drugs when you did it. Now it's not illegal to take the drugs that you took. It's never been illegal to take drugs. It's just illegal to have drugs. Or in my case, they pull you over and get a blood and urine sample, and you happen to have taken drugs in the last 30 days, and that's good enough for them to make a convincing argument to a judge that you must have been high at the time. So therefore, DUI. <laughs> I remember when I got it, um, 
one of my friends who was always like a little bit like short with me like she did like did not like me for some reason i'm not sure why <laughs> i like how you can describe her as one of her, your friends but go well, she was a friend of a friend like friend's girlfriend acquaintance you know what i mean she was part of the the, the group or whatever the click yeah and i was she, i remember very condescendingly um <laughs> while she was smoking i was talking to someone else about my dui and i guess she assumed it was for like actually drunk driving and so she's sitting there like smoking a blunt and like oh so you just are you gonna change your behaviors and well and i was like uh just like never smoke again <laughs> so now nah, probably not gonna change your behaviors what are you gonna do to make sure this is gonna happen again kyle the fuck are you talking about i guess never smoke again you could go get a dui right now you stupid ass <laughs> yeah so anyways uh laws don't make sense and they're complete bullshit also studies have shown that uh marijuana use doesn't really pro um cause too many problems with your driving not like alcohol so I don't know if there should even be drunk driving law or DUI laws that should affect marijuana. Yeah, I think so. Probably. Why even? Yeah. Why even take the chance? I'm, why have laws at all? That's my opinion. For lots of fucking reasons. No, it's frontier justice. Oh, that's always worked out well for everybody. It worked out on the frontier. No, it didn't. <laughs> oh, that's how we made it here. No, we the frontier. <laughs> oh, so only only some of the American atrocities brought got us to this utopia, huh? <laughs> Not all of them. Interesting. You just this, you were just describing like how horrible it's been and how terrible it is. And you're like, let's let's keep doing it. You're you're that's like when Christians talk about the Bible, where they just pick and choose which atrocities are good. <laughs> you gotta accept them all. Front if frontier justice worked. No, it didn't. Again, no, it didn't. As far as I know, there weren't any problems. <laughs> slaughtered entire ethnicities of people. <laughs> One poor family died, uh, was robbed, and uh, even though it was a bunch of white people, guess who got blamed for it? A whole tribe of Indians. (laughs) That's right. Native Native Americans, indigenous peoples. And that's how we got Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) That's at the frontier. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was the pilgrim days or whatever. (laughs) Pilgrim days. Yeah. It'll be interesting when we get exciting new diseases on our shores. COVID? COVID at 20. I think the next thing coming is like some sort of super smallpox. It's whatever is frozen in the ice up north. It's oh, going to fucking... The Dinosaur wild, mumps. The others are going to come out of it. <laughs> Holy shit, man. They're raising the dead. Oh, God. It looks like a case of mammoth pox. That'd be dope if um, that's what happened. That was what caused the end of our civilization is just Game of Thrones shit. <laughs> like the others rolled up out of Antarctica. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and yeah, our bullets and shit didn't work on them. So we had to go back to like fighting them with the swords and shit. <laughs> That's the world I want to live in, goddamn. <laughs> I would love to live in a world where like um all of my status completely relies on how good I am at just like swinging a sword. So like, you know, twelve hundred in, <laughs> in in certain cultures. <laughs> I don't know. There's not a lot of cultures where if you were you were really good at swinging a sword, you weren't considered a cool, important guy. Well, I was thinking like if the in like the medieval period, it was all so like uh, stratified already by class. Like I like yeah, but even have... even then, if you proved yourself to be good enough at swinging a sword, you got you would have been made a knight at some point. Maybe. Well, no, because being a knight was more about um, 
owning land and taking castles and right. But if you get another sword, I think at some point, some some other knight or lord is gonna be like, here's some land. You're my knight now because you're so good at swinging a sword. I need you to keep swinging that sword. That's true. You said all you just need that the investment of the first sword. It's got to get that first sword, and you're good. Well, to here's go. what you do: you you kill a guy with a really good sword first. When you mm. when your pick, pickaxe or um you know your your wood chopping axe, and you take that sword. Well, yeah, that's obvious. Like, oh, look, one of the crusaders is coming back through town. Oh, he's gonna be staying at the end tonight. It's like <laughs> he's gonna die at that end. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I start my illustrious career. Nowadays, you gotta what try to hopefully your podcast takes off and you can get a show on a Showtime, Jesus and Mero. <laughs> like then, I was just... trying to get like some sort of exclusive Spotify deal. <laughs> That'd be good enough. Most of those fools are making tons of money. Joe Rogan obviously is making Joe Rogan money, but even some of the other people got some good deals. It seems like. I would like to uh, kill Joe Rogan and make his money instead. Yeah, that'd be cool if I could kill Joe Rogan and the, that uh, instead of like going to court about it, they're like, "All right, you get all the stuff." <laughs> That's frontier <laughs> justice for you. Yeah. <laughs> if you kill a man, you proved you're better than him and get to own all his things. I'm pretty sure that's how it worked at, until like 200 years ago. I'd just make a deal with them. I'd be like, "All right, little taekwondo fella, you and I burn a boxing match. No rules, right? No holes bars. If you win, um, well, fish hooking." Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> Try not to punch each other in the balls or that. But uh, if I win, I get all your shit. If you win, um, I don't have anything to offer. <laughs> <laughs> but then I just beat him, beat him to death, and get all the shit. <laughs> like it's in the contract. <laughs> now it's all my shit. <laughs> like look at my shit. Look at all my shit. I got a picture of fucking uh, Elvis when he's arrested or some shit. What is his background shit? I don't know. It's some <laughs> don't shit. ask me. I've watched like two episodes of Joe Rogan. Got some dumb American shit. <laughs> Call my shit. Hey, he doesn't even have cool stuff. I just want. Let me let me talk about. Uh, uh, you ever fucking had DMT with chimps? Yeah, that was good. That was good DMT. You ever smoked DMT out of a chimps' butthole? We'll fuck you up, man. Tear your face off. <laughs> the DMT or the chimp? Both. Oh man, uh, DMT isn't all that. I mean, you'll blast off into another world for a little bit, but it's like, yeah, whatever. It's just no, sex. it's like you're, it's a god, the god particle. No, machine elves. You see the burning bush. No, you just get hella sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> no, Molly? Oh, Molly's never made me sweaty, more sweatier than I normally am. But after like coming down off DMT, it's like, oh, I don't feel right. I feel clammy. You're a sweaty man generally. Mm hmm. That's true. It's because I just I'm fucking amped up all the time, fucking ready to kill. Like I live in this this pussy ass world where I can't swing swords. <laughs> Only time we got. Hey, well, yo, that brings us back to what we started with almost um, the oasis, Kyle. You can swing a sword in the oasis. Yeah, it's not real though. <laughs> we talk about this all the time. I like I like real simple <laughs> pleasure, real real tactile shit. No, but it'll feel tactile in the oasis. Oh, I'll have a tactile suit on. One time, I, I, I thought it was funny that the internet was going so crazy over Radio Player Two, and it, it's just a bunch of people like um, making fun of a book they n- are never going to read. Yeah, people like to dunk on stupid shit, so stupid shit gets dunked on. That's the <laughs> internet. That's all the internet is now. Actually, is stupid shit gets dunked on. It's just dunking on each other. Yeah, Bomb's got a new book out. All right, let's dunk on it. Let's dunk on it. 
Ready Player Two. Oh shit! I'm a Duncan on ready. <laughs> Slam a jamma, dunk a clock, dunkaroos. He's on fire. The only time I've got to swing a sword was that um, Renaissance fair, and uh, the I couldn't swing it that much because there's people. Oh darn! But they're like, yeah, this is a real Scottish claymore. Here, pick it up, and I picked it up, and they're like, huh, pretty heavy, even for a big guy like you. And I was like, yeah, I guess it would suck to swing around because it weighed like, I don't know, probably 30 pounds. And obviously the weight's not distributed very well. Scottish Claymore is only supposed to weigh 11 pounds at most. So what I should have told him is like, hey, nerd, you suck at blacksmith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead he also, was, it's supposed to be perfectly balanced. Yeah, he's I'm I'm trying to clown on you about your muscles or whatever. He's <laughs> like, motherfucker, you dumb. I, I uh... The, the, the fucking Renaissance Fair blacksmith. Yeah, I've always thought found it odd the mixture of uh, of eras present at the Renaissance Fair. I've uh, especially since none of it is Renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what does the Scottish claimer really have to do with the Renaissance? Uh, I don't know. I've it's straight up nothing you see there really has to do with the Renaissance. Everybody should have uh, rapiers and poofy sleeves. Yeah, it's all mostly medieval. And like fucking Star Trek, <laughs> you know what I mean? And furries and shit. Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, it's all just weird shit, man. It's like Comic Con again. Yeah, it's just whatever pop culture stuff, huh? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> fucking sucks. Um, I'm almost finished with Deadwood. I got like four episodes left in. The how are you not finished yet? I, I haven't done as much uh, non call center work this week because I'm only watching it while I while I do my fact checking. Oh. Um. But that brings me to my point. What do I get to? What do I need to watch after Deadwood? What TV shows do you recommend? I don't watch movies because I feel like that takes too much attention. Um, I don't know because I don't watch TV shows. Hold <laughs> well, on, you're useless to me. Watch movies. Um, what's the TV show that I actually like? Are there any? Also, Peep, uh, Peep Show. Peep Show. Okay, watch. Yeah, Peep it's show. on Hulu. You can watch Peep Show. Peep Hell show. yeah, the best. That's the best British comedy of all time. <laughs> the. Um, I was probably gonna watch Sopranos because I've never seen that. But everything else, I don't know. I tried to watch TV shows with Sopranos a couple years ago, and I was like, "Mm, "This is pretty dated and um, not interesting to me." (laughs) (laughs) It's not as good as any gangster movie you've ever seen. Nah, Uh, nah. There's not. There's not. I mean, what's one of the reasons it's celebrated is because it de-glamorizes the gangster lifestyle to a certain extent, right? But that's not what I'm interested in. <laughs> I like the glamorization of the gangster lifestyle. I don't want to know about bummed gangsters. I want, <laughs> I want, I want glitz and glam. Yeah, Henry I want Hill. The Teflon Dons. Yeah, Henry Hill having a good time. All right. The worst part of um, Goodfellas is when Henry Hill has to face justice. <laughs> I hate that part. I only, I only like sowing, not reaping. That's like um, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort. Immediately, I fucking hate him. Can't stand him in the movie, right? But any of Scorsese's gangster movies, I'm like, yeah, these are real dudes. I like these guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's a certain kind of capitalism I like, and it's uh, just only the, the it's crime capitalism. Yeah, it's the, just the crime part. <laughs> Although to be fair, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, there's a lot of crime in there, but it's not the cool kind of crime. Yeah, no, it's like the crime. It's bullshit, like pussy government crime stuff. He didn't shoot anybody. <laughs> what a win. All right, let's wrap it up because I gotta go pee. That's it. What's the name of this podcast? I don't fucking know. I'll listen to it and I'll pull out a name from the episode, man. <laughs>
Oh no! Is it- oh yeah, yeah. where the the name of the podcast? It's yeah. still it came from VHS Cult until you give it me something else. To VHS Cult. All right, it's called that because we have another podcast called VHS Cult. So go to vhscult.com. And you'll see both. This week we're watching Invasion USA, which is Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris for Christmas. Um, check it out. Like and subscribe. Rate and review. Tell your friends and family. And send some spicy emails. About, so spicy. About spicy stuff like cyberpunk, swinging swords. Um, how Pumpkin spice, ginger, the garlic. <laughs> all the philosophers you wish you could kill with your bare hands. Oh, yeah, your favorite, uh, you know, Mary F. Kill. Your, your <laughs> There's too many philosophers to actually list. Yeah, most of them no good. Almost all of them no good. The only philosophy you should listen to Brock is Obama. the VHS cult philosophy. Oh, oh fuck you. <laughs> VHS Obama cult. Well, first of all, if you've read Obama's book and paid attention to Obama over the last 12 years, you should realize that he has no really consistent philosopher. No, but he does like money and producing Netflix shows. Who doesn't like money? I don't in theory, but I need it and I desire it so that I can live comfortably. Yeah, I don't necessarily like money, but I like the thing money can bring me, which is comfort and security. And booties. Swords. Oh, uh, booty swords. <laughs> booty sword. I pulled the sword from the booty. That's like, <laughs> oh, never mind. I won't say it. It's too misogynistic. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it sincerely, but I was like, nah, that's too distasteful. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Even as a joke. Yeah, mm-hmm. even as a joke. I was like, nah, that's not my brand anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next week. <laughs> yeah, next week under VHS Cult. Uh,